Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Go right. Hit no toes. Yeah, that's good. Good, good editing, sir. Good audio and video production. Start the fucking camera before you're even really ready to start shooting the video. Of course. That's how it always goes. That makes for the best audio content. Now you gotta cut this shit out. No. You gotta cut this shit out. And Ted's like. Y'all gotta cut that shit out! Oh my god, look at those mic levels steadily rising up! And crashing through! This is Dying Ziggy with the Flood. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. You know, as we always slide through with the pop perspective to put some culture and context And make the mainstream make. God, what has been happening this week? I mean, we know you stay busy, so we stay on it, so you don't have to. Well, sometimes we gotta give a pop for the people. And we have some of our signature segments. We got ourselves a rush of Florida. We got ourselves a title shift. Okay. And we got ourselves a who the fuck asked for this. Ah, I love those. I always love those. You guys be coming up with some wacky shit out there, you know? And it's always leaving me like, why? Why did you put time and effort into this? Oh, you think that we put time and effort into this? <laughs> okay, I'm not Every gonna lie. Week, not gonna lie, this one I did put time and effort because they actually are all really good. I mean, we, we try. We try to slide through, you know? Uh, we have some salacious celebrity gossip. Batman canonically goes down, and, uh... Oh, God. God, are we gonna talk about this? We're, like, two weeks late on this shit as it is. I just, I mean... Batman. Well, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And everything in America is breaking. Hey, actually... <laughs> Biden has a plan for that. Hey! <laughs> Will it pass? I don't know. 50-50, let's go! Uh, I talk about that. I guess we gotta talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, we did have the building collapse in Miami. At least five are dead and 156 are unaccounted for. Could you not say at least five are dead in such a callous way? <laughs> a building collapse in, in Miami. At least five are dead. Thank you. And 156 Thank you. are missing. Yep. It was a residential building, and a state of emergency has been declared at the state 
and federal oh, level. They, so he finally did declare a state of emergency? Yeah, DeSantis and Biden. So, okay, yeah. So they're sending FEMA, is what it sounds like. Because when I watch... Well, whatever's left the FEMA from Trump cuts. When I watched Biden's public address the other day where he was discussing the infrastructure bill, and I mean, how... What poignant timing for a building and a bridge to collapse, like, right on the hills of the discussion of this new infrastructure plan, which I believe is something like $598 billion towards uh, physical infrastructure. Did you say 900? 500. $598 billion towards physical infrastructure. So that's let's roads, put that in context. Bridges. Let's put that in context to the stimulus package because that's I think the best way for the American people to really measure it. Like if each one of us got twelve hundred dollars, and how much did that all cost? How much would this sit? With this how infrastructure was, how much cost? was the total stimulus package? Wasn't it like? Didn't they get the trillion in there? Oh yeah, yeah. it definitely passed so, the trillion. I think it was like one point seven trillion. It would be one-third of the coronavirus. It would be roughly one-third of the coronavirus stimulus package cost. Yeah, which is the bare minimum of what this country actually needs. But that's just like, like I said, the physical, actual, like, physical infrastructure. So, like I said, roads, bridges, um... I, there is a like public broadband. Oh yeah, I plan didn't hear in about there. that. Uh, they plan on increasing the amount of electrical charging stations like that you can find throughout the country and things of if that they're nature. Gonna, it's, all right, so here's the thing: they're gonna do like the the broadband across the country, right? Well, Domino's has had these hot spots <laughs> for the longest. Why don't they put? Wi-Fi servers in there. Well, I've seen like a long time ago, and I don't know like what the actual technical feasibility of this is, but like all of these old telephone poles and stuff that we have throughout the country, like how hard would it be to string like some actual like fiber optic cables throughout that motherfucker, you know? Yo, my old neighbor, he was this crazy old white guy. Yeah. He would just it's a like a lot of those throughout drink, the country. But he built but a mech. He, he built a mech. A mech suit. That sounds slightly like dangerous, but he also <laughs> alright, yeah, so he It's was, cool, right? But it's still like my neighbor built a mech suit. Sounds like a, a weird 80s movie, right? <laughs> Becky and Lil B know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> they also sound like characters from that 80s movie. <laughs> well, hold on! So, like, he's this yeah. he's this old white guy. Right. Who He's, re- he's really smart, like, mechanically, and, like, his basement, he had all of these Christmas lights wired and all of this surround sound and stuff like that. So you live next door to, uh, Doc, uh, what's his name from Back to Doc the Brown? Future? Yeah, from Doc the Future. Uh, a more the future. drunken version of Doc Brown. So you live next door to Rick, Rick Sanchez. Actually! <laughs> uh, alright, Morty, so how did this adventure go? <laughs> I've gotten to drive the mech suit. It's pretty sweet. I'll show you a picture on Rick. Oh, jeez, Rick. (laughs) Anyway. You want me to drive the... He had a big wheel, like the ones that we have as a kid attached with the lawnmower motor. This this keeps getting more sketchy as the story goes. It would basically only go left 
Continue digging this hole. Anyway, so... He was telling me about when he worked for the state and he had to climb telephone poles. Oh, yeah. And he has these spikes at the side of his boots. Like, those things you gotta do. And he's just, like, telling me how fast people would climb it. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, that sounds super fun. Like, Spider-Man. Oh, my God, no. No, I've seen dudes have to get up on, like, them fucking uh, satellite towers and, like, them uh, cell phone towers and shit. 300 fucking feet up in the air and shit. Oh, like no, no, that. no, no. I'm yeah. talking about, like, telephone poles yeah, that are, like... I know you're talking like about regular... 30 feet at the top. That's still too much for me. So, <laughs> like, I always like... I heard about this, and I was like, this sounds fucking fun. And he's like, yeah, you can totally do it up a tree. And I'm like, in, there's a tree everywhere. That's part of the dynamic we have here, right? Because you carefree... <laughs> You would videotape white. everything I do. Yes, yes I would. As Including I am, the one as I am time now. that I'm going to have to use the chain whip on somebody. I really hope I'm there for that. I, I just hope I'm there and I have my AR with me. And you also show up and you're like, wait, Dan? Lee. All right, cool. Uh, he's your aggressive. All right, cool. You're good to act. This is self-defense. <laughs> oh yes, because I'm the one who has to tell you it's self-defense. Okay, right. In <laughs> so the American infrastructure plan is set. It looks like it's pretty much set to pass, right? Because infrastructure is one of those things i can't remember who we I was all want watching. good roads yeah exactly it was really annoying when 100 was getting road work done and there was traffic everywhere but once 100 was fully done whew, it's like driving on glass it, i mean it seems like 97 is constant in constant repair all the time 695 um, is in quote unquote repair all the time so and it's one of those things at that least a decade needs to happen yo like Fucking, I don't remember what I was watching. It was like how it's made or some bullshit like that. And that'll tell you how long ago this was. But like, most of America's bridges get like a grade D from like the certified inspection board. And none of this shit has really been worked on since it was like actually like built the first time around. None of this shit is normal. Bye, guys. As we can see with the building that fell in Miami, like a lot of these fucking buildings and stuff like that are on their like I last couldn't find day. why it collapsed. But I mean it is in Florida. Yo, okay, like here so from a homeowner's perspective, right? My house wasn't built that long ago. It was built in the eighties, but it was built with this polyethylene fucking piping that is no longer even certified. Like, you can't put that shit in houses anymore. There was a whole class action lawsuit where, in the 90s, where you could get your house done, redone for free, and I guess the previous owners of the house that I had didn't take advantage of that. So, you know, guys, sometimes look into your... <laughs> I now understand the burning of sage and the crystals around the house. <laughs> yeah. so, Makes perfect sense now. Literally, that's not going to fix my plumbing, though, you know? So that's why I've been dealing with... It's a shitty situation. Mm, it's not It's not that area of plumbing. It's my kitchen line. But that's... It no, was a good joke. It was Let a me, good joke. Just, just it, give it, it to me. <laughs> just give it to me. Yo, so my whole point is if 
in this little instance, right? Like if things like this exist, if we're still looking at we're still looking at Flint, right? Flint, there's Flint all over the country, right? Lead pipe, uh, all this shit needs to be updated. The grid needs to be updated, and that was a huge part of it too. The energy, I mean, look at what the fuck just happened in Texas, right? So, the, so essentially, what I'm getting at is the idea that this infrastructure plan wouldn't pass when this is one of the things and i love how biden used the uh, tactic of going you know china is winning the infrastructure race right now right like because everybody is like you know uh china biden and shit like that hunter biden and the china deals and all that shit so it's like biden using china as like the antagonist as to why this bill needs to be passed i feel like was a pretty smart play on his end but my point is yeah this is well beyond overdue and this is just the first half of the infrastructure plan right because then they have what is known or colloquially what is being referred to as the human infrastructure side of it right yeah and biden kind of got caught with his hands tied with something else he said regarding the human uh, value. Are you talking about that, uh, that... <laughs> that nice soundbite where he's like, if you're gonna overthrow the government, then you better have, you know, F-15s and nukes. Oh, I didn't hear... I thought you were gonna talk about his Latinx misstep. No, how... <laughs> he, he was like, well, if people are planning to overthrow the government or anything, we have F-15s and nukes. He keeps forgetting that, you know, what is it, like a good 25% of the military base did support Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Like, and let's not pretend we talk about it all the time, but these militia groups are out there in the woods still, like, you know, fucking cosplaying and LARPing and waiting for the day that they have to test their skills against actual military opponents, you know? Um, so let's not poke the bear as they say i don't i don't think we're ready for that yet there's still too much infighting going on on this side right like we can't even get fucking joe manchin to agree to the voting rights bill that they're trying to pass however they have gotten their first guilty plea for the january 6th insurrection Ooh, ooh, I thought you was gonna bring up the fact that Derek Chauvin got 22 years in... 22 and a half, and do you think that's enough? I don't. Um, but honestly, the reason I don't feel like it's enough, though, is because I don't think that there's really a fitting punishment. And he gets out for good behavior. It, that's, I mean, that's part of the argument, right? But I honestly, what is... What... What is a fitting punishment for taking somebody's life on camera, right? And I and and not even a just quick one. Like it, it was a snuff film. It was legitimately a it snuff was a, film. It was a lynching. They are. They, it okay. was a lynching that was also a snuff film. So if, like, let's say we're playing Cosmic Watchers, right? Like, if we could establish a new... Dibs on Stanley. You're the destroyer. You're, you're Beerus. Or the you're destroyer. Thanos. You're Thanos. I'm Thanos. You're Thanos. I'm You I'm just Stan made Lee. your black co-host. Do you want to be Stanley? 
Would you rather be Thanos or Stan Lee? Answer the question. And maybe I want to be, uh, what's his name? Chuck Kirby? Jack Kirby? Jack Kirby. Maybe I want to be Jack Or do you want to be uh, Supreme Kai or Beerus? <sighs> Maybe I want to be Shango. Whatever! I don't even know who that is! Get hip, my nigga! <laughs> uh, the prosecutor's getting the first guilty plea uh, for the January 6th insurrection. Right. Uh, the person was also a part of an extremist group, and this could be just seen as the first domino to fall. See, we say that, right? And I feel like history is full of these moments where we say that, right? Like, this is the first domino to fall, and then we go back to business as usual. That's kind of what the whole, like, frustration with the Biden presidency has been. Up to this point, right? Is I have something to counter that. as usual. If getting guilty pleas from the January 6th insurrection becomes business as usual, are we just okay with that business? They're just locking up traitors. Are they though? Like, but because if they're locking up randos, right, then does it make a difference? Because who I want to see locked up are the people who could have stopped it and chose not to. Like, you know, because there are those reports of officers who knew who were privy to this happening. It's kind of like those reports of 9-11, right? Like that George Bush had information that 9-11 yeah. could potentially happen and ignored it so he could use it as political strategy or whatever. That backfired. And that's can until quote, unquote, Trump conspiracy. Until Trump. Trump. Fun fact. GW was the only president to have the highest approval rating and the lowest approval rating. I'm not surprised mission accomplished. <laughs> like that was a deep cut. I feel like though if all we're doing is convicting the dudes who got caught on camera, like, you know, uh, QAnon Shaman and, like, the dude who Derek had his Chauvin. feet up on... Yeah, like, it's the fucking Juneteenth paradox, right? Like, okay, yeah, you guys made this a federal holiday, but it's just we, a Are marketing? we going to be able to explain why it's a federal holiday? Right, one. Or is it going to be, like, Pride Month, right, where it's, like... Yeah, we put up fucking rainbow flags everywhere just so we could sell you rainbow flag merchandise. We're not going to talk about why we actually have, have Pride Month. We're not going to be more inclusive, you know what I mean? Like, let's not forget, it was only fucking, like, six years ago that the Supreme Court decided in favor of the bakery that didn't want to bake the cake. You know what I mean? It's still a public discussion on whether or not transgender people can use the bathroom of their their chosen gender. Okay. You know so what this, I mean? I, so, the follow-up question is, as we said, the conviction shows accountability for Derek Chauvin. This guilty plea shows accountability. Now is there justice? At this point, I don't even know if I still agree with it. You know what I mean? Because even here we discussed like Maryland revoking. I'm, their I'm looking at, uh, at 
accountability, bare minimum, is on the consequences individual? for your actions. Okay, for the individual, right? But what BLM is asking for, what the NAACP is asking for, what the, what the culture is asking for, is systematic accountability. And there has been no evidence to show that there will be that systematic accountability. The old guard has a very firm rampart on the power structure. Trying to put the whole mainstream making sense, not just from us, it should be everywhere. Right, and I feel like what we have though is we're, we're too caught up in the spectacle, right? So we can't have the boring discussion, which is ironing out the details. Proof of being caught up in spectacle? How many of you paid for Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather? Not like that really has anything to do with... It shows the attraction to spectacle. Tiger King, spectacle. Right, right. Uh, the Crown. Uh, no, I don't know why that came to mind. The Bachelor. I mean, this trial, right? Like, do we forget about Sandra Bland? Like... We do, as a country, we do love our George Zimmerman, trials. George Zimmerman is still free. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, George, like, George Floyd got his justice to an extent, right? But, you know, Tamara Rice still hasn't gotten his justice. You know what I mean? It's there's still t-shirts walls worth of people out there Freddie Gray like come on like it's not it's incremental to an extent but I don't know if it's the domino fall that we keep and I and this it coming is from a me domino fall for this sure. coming from me the person who chooses a lot of the time to see the positive side of things right ironically right <laughs> It still feels empty-handed, like this whole. Like, I'm really like I'm really fucked up about the nation having this discussion about critical race theory, all while celebrating the fact that we made Juneteenth like a holiday. The the pair the irony there was certainly not lost on me. And and the fact that a country who fantasizes and like deifies the military in the way it does, right? Looking at the Joint Chiefs of Staff, crooked-eyed for saying that he accepts and promotes the idea of pushing and teaching critical race theory in the military, right? Like, has Laura Ingram and Matt Gates going, they should hold, Congress should hold the military budget until they remove this shit. Like, what the fuck kind of, like, Bizarro world. Laura Ingram needs to watch the movie Glory. <laughs> Do you really think that Laura Ingram is gonna sit down and watch a movie <laughs> that would make her identify with the thing that she's supposed to? And if you just tell her it's starring Matthew Broderick, maybe. I feel like Laura nope. Ingram would. Watch you would have to tell her it's starring Ferris Bueller. No, Laura Ingram is the totally the kind of person to watch a movie like Glory and Amistad and fucking Blindside and be like, look, the white people did all they could. You know what I mean? 
that's where we're at now. That's what Tucker Carlson and them do. That's what PragerU is for, is going, look, white society has done some fucked up things in the past, but all of the great things that we've attributed to the culture should outweigh that. When you look at the model in place that has continued to keep the like the order the way that we have it now, of course these people wouldn't see anything wrong with it, right? Like when you look at the systems that maintain this power structure, and when you look at the the people who it has been, it's benefited them. So if you're in a position where it benefits you, even like a fucking Candace Owens or a fucking Kanye West right or like a pharrell like <laughs> you don't that was a <laughs> like i get those two and then pharrell i'm no. like what oh you want all lives matter is the path that draws them together <laughs> you know what i'm like pharrell said that yes oh, i didn't know that yeah come on son when you're in a position where i mean the dude hasn't aged since the 90s so yeah he's probably second, he's it, probably one of my and people as the internet has pointed and by that out, i mean vampires as the internet has pointed out the second this nigga said all lives matter his face started to droop so he broke the curse so would you call it a curse i mean curse it's gift. all lives matter curse whatever oh i'm talking about vampirism oh well uh at this point, it seems like America it's all a matter really just needs to take a break. Listeners who didn't wish to hear about such things should turn Past off their weeks, You've been reading about a bad break. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I'm shaking the whole table. It's the truth, not a fable. This asshole. That wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. And that's what makes you mad. Bars! Bars! <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, um, how about this? Ben and Jen. Lopez! Ooh, is this a salacious celebrity gossip news? Because I have one that'll be super salacious and celebrity gossipy. They was just seen coming out of a restaurant together looking all giddy and shit. And it looks like, you know, she may be sliding back into the arms of an ex. And I'm just wondering, you know, what kind of season that's going to set for the summer. If Jennifer Lopez sits in Jennifer... If Jennifer Lopez... Benifer. It's Benifer. <laughs> if you remember, it's, it's Benifer. Return of the Benifer... Party like it's 2004, everybody! <laughs> God, does that mean niggas is gonna be out here rocking visors and and gangster Looney Tunes? Oh man, I will never let that. Happen. I, mean, I will never let that let that go. I don't understand what your issue with it was. Like that was a fucking vibe, sir. What are you talking about? Like this, I've missed the airbrush T-shirt era, son. That was the shit. Megan Fox wants to date Angelina Jolie. They look like they could be... They almost look like they could be mother-daughter. Oh my god, you're right. It's the lips. It's a Pornhub scene waiting to happen, is what it is. Well, it's been spoken to the zeitgeist and not by us, meaning people are already on it. Because the whole thing... What rule is it? If it exists, there's a porn of it? 34. Don't ask me why I know that, I just know that. What's the gender bed rule? 
Oh, I don't know. Isn't that called Plutonari or something? No, it's got a number. Oh, I don't know. If it, if it, there is a character, there is a gender bent version art on the internet of that character. Is that 96? Nah, I think it's lower than that. 64? I don't know. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Isn't that what that whole uh, female Bowser thing, Bowsette thing was about? Who the fuck cares? Well, who the who fuck, fuck asked, asked for this? this? Yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? Are you serious? What do we got? This time, what kind of madness has the internet brought upon us? Vin Diesel said he wouldn't be opposed to doing a Fast and the Furious musical. Of course, his tap dancing ass wouldn't. That's why him and The Rock don't get along, right? Because Vin Diesel is a pretend strong guy. Like, not pretend, right? Like, he could probably knock the average Joe out. The Rock would totally tap dance. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The Rock would absolutely tap dance. <laughs> but Vin Diesel... <laughs> Do we think The Rock would be in a musical, though? Moana? Ooh. Ooh, you did that. <laughs> you asshole. My man was like, oh. You're welcome! <laughs> that song is a banger! <laughs> you know what's even better about that, though? The Rock would be in the Fast and the Furious musical and totally try to like outshine Vin Diesel in every fucking scene they were in. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna put these Moana chops to work, bitch. <laughs> it's like Vin Diesel takes off his Vin Diesel mask to reveal that it's Vin Diesel, but this time it's Triple X. I think the whole beef between him and The Rock is hilarious, son. And like with all the celebrity like boxing shit that's going oh, on right, right yeah, now. Oh right, yeah, because it was just like Vin Diesel was pissed because The Rock and Jason Statham got a spinoff movie, it, and it was terrible. And it wasn't even just. Did you really think Hobbs and Shaw was terrible though? It's pretty bad. I mean, compared to like Fast Eight. Well, do you want to see? You know, like. Come my on, name is Vin Diesel. And my friend drives a Jetta, and he crashed it this time. Let's go to Fast 2. <laughs> and we take a sidebar to Tokyo Drift. Oh no, Nadio! Busy got in Tokyo! <sighs> and everybody was really sad that Han died. But wait! In teaser pictures of the new Fast Furious, Han is alive! Taking a play from the Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, Han's everybody's favorite character, low-key. Maybe because he died? Kind of like JFK is everybody's favorite president? And Tupac's everybody's favorite rap. And Biggie Smalls. I'm, look, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Why is Han everybody's favorite? I mean, Tokyo Drift is my favorite one of and that's probably because of Shad Moss. Thank you very much, Lil Bow Wow. He drove a, so. he drove a Nissan Cube. <laughs> How do 
do you respect somebody with a Nissan Cube? I was like, how the fuck are you Big going a to be on wheels. in Tokyo Drift and you drive a fucking Hulk smash looking ass Nissan Cube? They did him so dirty, son. They did Bow Wow so did the, dirty. Did the main character from Tokyo Drift ever appear again? In another Fast and the Furious movie? I don't know. Maybe he just like lived his life out in Tokyo and had a blast. <laughs> I mean, right off, drive off into the sunset. All right, all right. So, how's this new fashion? Like, drive, drives his fucking uh, American muscle car through the Akihabara district. What are we on now? Fast nine. Yeah, I, I think so. F9. Which would be like nine and a half counting Tokyo. Right? So what uh, No, it'd be like a collective ten if you count Hobbs and Shaw. So, if we count Tokyo Drift, then do, don't we have to count Hobbs and Shaw? Well, I mean, you could also count the Chronicles of Riddick after Fast 10. Wow. Where Vin how? Diesel and the how? Rocks are how? How do you tie, how do you ends tie up in? destroying the world. How do you tie And then Vin Diesel survives. So you're saying Dominic Toretto's origin story is he's an alien from another planet that was in a car racing gang that made it to planet Earth to start hijacking. What were they hijacking in the first movie? Wasn't it like VZRs or something like that? <laughs> Yo. All right. Here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to do. I, I, we're gonna steal a little bit of an idea from the rewatchables, but I need you and I need to watch the first Fast and the Furious movie again. I swear it was like DVD players, or maybe I don't know. Maybe it was hard drives. But I'm just pissed. Like the who was the character that died in the second one? I really like that guy. He drove a Jetta. I don't. Do you know how long? It has been since I... That's how long the Fast and the Furious franchise has been going on. There was one of the movies that had a Jetta. And that's your high point for the series? Like, not the fact that they, like, fucking flew cars out of, like, airplanes or well, I mean, this was Fast 2, so like, this is when it was tank? still, like, underground, and then their big-budget movie was Tokyo Drift. Oh, no, 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 Tokyo! So, and who else asked for it? Because didn't you say we had another who asked for this? Uh, no, I had some Russia or Florida's, though. Oh. <laughs> Cows with VR headsets. Can I have the the reporting source? No. It's Russia. It is in fact Russia. Now why the hell would somebody put a VR? I I saw this and I had no idea. I was like, why the fuck would they put a VR headset on a cow? Why not? <laughs> why maybe not? Maybe it was like a. What, Haven't like, you wondered like what? Uh, I guess you don't have a dog, right? Well, no, like, we, I've always I wondered. Even what, said, like what? What does your dog look at at the wall? What makes the wall so? Or what is like when you're not there, right? Like what the fuck are you doing, like? Have you ever just looked at somebody and wondered what's going on? Anyway, <laughs> no. If the owner leaves the house, does the dog make a sound? 
does the dog just stare at the fucking like how long does your dog stare at the corner when you're gone right <laughs> just how long does I, I don't know I feel like a cow's life is pretty fucking boring right like there's not much that a cow is so you're just perceiving. making their life happy before you slaughter them <sighs> yeah yeah cause you're letting them live in a fake world an illusion. What, what kind of world do you think a cow would find soothing? I don't know. Maybe we should ask the cow. Now you're really being like inconsiderate. Uh. Speeding man leaves police chase because he claimed he was going too fast to stop. That's Florida. That is Florida. That is absolutely for this. Because what kind of fucking logic is that? Well, I mean, do you know what kind of damage that would do to my brakes, officer? Like, I don't have money to just be... Look, I was already going that fast. You were going to write me the ticket. He was just probably watching the Dale Earnhardt fucking video over and over. While you, know what Dale, you know what Dale Earnhardt and Pink Floyd have in common? Dale Earnhardt and Pink Floyd have something in common. Yes. Other than a fan base. Yes. What? They both had a big hit with the wall. Ooh, I feel like I've heard that joke before, but it's still... Fucking hilarious. Hit as hard as you would hit the wall. So, priests attempt to cure drunkenness and fornication by dumping holy water from a helicopter. This is definitely Florida. This is Russia. What? That is the kind of over-the-top religiosity I would expect from a southern state. Russian Orthodox priests. Your dead giveaway should have been when I used the word priest. I mean, they're crop dusting heathens. That totally sounds like something that would happen in Florida. Like, it does! Random helicopter ride, like, come on. This also sounds like something that would happen in Russia. Which is why we played this game. Alright, do you have another one? Oh, I have more. I oh, have. Oh, my man said I've got a time. Okay, let him roll then. Let's keep going. Man calls emergency service after food order and claims he had cocaine in his butt. <laughs> can, I, can I have the headline one more time, please? Calls to emergency services okay. following food order. Following okay. okay. his cocaine in his butt. So he called 911. Emergency services. After he got his Uber Eats order. Right. So I'm assuming he received the order. He did. And he consumed the order. He did. <laughs> and then he called now. And then he, no, then he digested it. Right, that's what I'm saying. To the point where he realized that he thought he had cocaine in his butt. 
How so he consumed you... this and waited at least six hours. How how do you eat food? And how do you know? <laughs> how do you know it's cocaine? <laughs> Maybe he was talking really fast. And how do you get? How do you get from A to C? Is what I'm asking. Like, where is B? What is B in this equation? Like, how do you figure out that? And how does the cocaine? How? He's probably like, oh I, man, I, I'm I, getting I, really jittery. Maybe I should stop drinking this coke. Puts it down, starts drinking water, starts getting more jittery. Oh my God, I'm on coke. My main question here is not where, but how <laughs> does one? Come to the conclusion that it's cocaine after full butt. digestion. So was he suggesting that there was cocaine in the food? No. He said it was in his butt. So that's my point. So you put coke in your own butt. Cause how else does the coke get in your Russia? This is Florida. Fuck! This story, please tell me you read this whole article. What? No, I didn't. What do you mean, fuck no, you didn't? What do you mean, fuck okay, no, I you did. I will tell you the headline said no. that it was a McDonald's and it was a drive-thru. So, was there cocaine in the McDonald's food? Like, what do you order from McDonald's that you could possibly ingest... A whole fucking, was it a whole bag of coke? You didn't read the article, so we'll never know. All I want to know, uh, all we'll I want to never know. All I know is Coolio used to sprinkle crack on the fries. True story. Oh my god, what is the next? Because this one just, I, I need to get over it. I need, I need to. Here's a good one. I need the next one. A man known as the Monkey Whisperer was oh, indicted man. on grounds of trafficking this is illegal Florida. primates. This is Florida. It is Florida. This is Florida. <laughs> you want to know how I knew it was Florida? When have you ever seen a Russian monkey? When have you ever seen a Florida monkey? They're trafficking them illegally! Tiger King. You got it. Break! So devious, yet so simple. <laughs> this is what I do. Uh, man, I don't feel like staying at this restaurant for very long. I think I'm gonna just get a hot sake and bounce. And bounce. When you and Flavon drop that rap, you gotta let me sing the hook, and that's gotta be in the hook. Dude, I'm gonna need you not to say things like when you drop that bag. <laughs> you made some good mojitos, man. That's all I'm saying. It's <laughs> all I'm saying. I want you to tell me what you think of this pre-list order that GameStop put out after E3 oh, and made their, you know, right. final wrap-up in their announcements. GameStop compiled a list of the top 10 most pre-ordered games 
um, following the E3 hype. And I will say, looking at this list, Nintendo is cleaned really clean this up. Nintendo really fitting to go for everybody's pocket. One, two, so, three, four, five. If six of able. the top ten most pre-ordered games, according to GameStop, are Nintendo titles. So if you've been able to get your hands on a Nintendo Switch, it looks like the next thing you gotta do is make sure you get in this pre-order list lineup because Nintendo's <laughs> Nintendo stock about to be a little tight. So. Among the notables are Metroid Dread, coming out October 8th, ah, which finally. is a sequel to Metroid Fusion, That's my personal new... favorite Metroid, the one on the Game Boy Advance. When was the last time they put out a, a new Metroid game? Like 2004. But this one's... Right. Like we, right. The recent Metroids have been the Metroid Prime, right? The 3D? Yeah. This one's back to a 2D Metroid. Oh, okay. So, so we got I'm like really a... hype about yeah. that, because the 2D Metroids are super close to Castlevania. Right, like a nice side scroller kind of joint. Okay. Exploration and everything. And uh, I'm going to get furious because Metro games are really hard. Yeah, no, but I mean, look, I'm all for a good challenge. The Metro game, Mario Golf, is now out. Right. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl come out November 19th. How excited are you for that Pokemon line? I haven't played a Pokemon game in so long. Ooh. I know if I jump into any Pokemon game, it's gonna be like riding a bicycle. Yeah. But I just haven't played one in a while. I'm I know probably through Gen four. I couldn't name like the only generation I could probably name so, every single one of them is Gen One. I was gonna but say But I know Pokemon through off like Gen What 4. was Gen Four? Like uh, hold on, let me go by the fire starters. Uh, Charmander, Cyndaquil, Chikorita. Oh, okay. So I'm like thinking video games. Yeah, th those are the different generations. I mean, like red, blue, like. Oh, yeah. Red, blue, and then there was gold, silver, and then yeah. there was. Yeah, okay, so that's Gen 4 Pokemon, is what you're saying. Gen 4 Pokemon are like uh, the ones on the DS. Okay. Okay. Maybe the second one on so the So that was like what? Silver and gold? That was like. Leaf green and. Fire red? Black and white? I don't know. Maybe, okay. That's what I. All the ones that you're thinking that's of are like was, Gen 2. That's what I was trying. Well, no, I was trying to get to like what colors were the games. Because you know how they all coincide with whatever. Lighthouse! Let us know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Lil B has played his fair share of Pokemon and is at least hip to Pokemon a little. Yeah. So what other games do we have on the list line? Alright, some more Nintendo cleaning up. Mario Party Superstars on October 29th. Okay. Two days before I, everybody's I Halloween, so you can go trick-or-treating and then ruin some friendships. Right, come home and look, I always love the Mario Party. Yeah. Mario Party the, 2 is the best. Them I the love Mario Party 2. Look, the mini games, like The mini game Shell Shock. Yeah. The one where you're the little tank. Yeah. That was my favorite. Yo, it is a good way to ruin some friendships. Yo, like, especially if you get on a team with somebody. Or you get the steal a star thing and you're like, woo! <laughs> uh, who's the Who's the target for the Oh, man. Also, also, Pokemon Legends Arceus 
comes out on January 28th of and, next year. And that, I think, was the number one most pre-ordered game in the uh, GameStop list that they uh, put out. So, as far as... Oh, and uh, one last Nintendo. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is getting remastered into an HD version. And re-released for the that Switch. Is, that's one of the Zeldas that gets the most hate. But you know what? I'm here to stand and defend Skyward Sword. Yeah, the motion controls would have been awkward, but it's getting remastered, so the motion controls right. are probably going to be tighter. So, and yeah. two, if you play, like, it's, yeah, it's a more linear Zelda, but the, the game is fine. Like, the game is fine. Okay, okay. Like, it's not like, you know, maybe feeling as epic and amazing as some of the other Zeldas, but the game is just really fun. I haven't, I haven't, I wasn't, like, I mean, of course I've played, you know, um, the one that came out on the N64 and the one wasn't there one release for the GameCube you have Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on N64 yeah. you have I played those two. Wind Waker on the GameCube and I played that you have Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword on the Wii no that's what I did and you have Breath of the Wild on the Switch yeah and I still haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. I gotta get Breath of the Wild just gotta switch so, as soon as I you get through... You can borrow my cartridge. You just gotta make sure that it installs on the console. I got you. I got you. We'll talk off okay. Anyway. Anyway. And so, then, did we save the Far Cry? You listed Far Cry. Yeah, so the four right games that aren't Nintendo. Right. There was four games on that list that weren't Nintendo. One of them is Madden. Whatever. It's Madden. There's, there's always a new Madden. I'm not surprised that that's one of the that most... It comes out popular. August 20th, but it's Madden. I'm I mean, the Madden players are going to buy the Madden game. Right, exactly. And they're always hyped for the new Madden. Yeah, always. Just like Pokemon players are always hyped for the new Pokemon. Right. Yep. Right. Some of the Pokemon are getting wild, though. Have you seen, like, the one that's just, like, literally an ice cream cone? No. <laughs> no, I... It's, like, literally an ice cream cone with eyes. Yeah, no, I'm not a child. And I a smile. Play Pokemon anymore. Like, you know, that was a joke. That was a joke, guys. Calm down. There you know, you remember Face from Nick Jr.? <laughs> How could I forget? Hi, guys. Imagine that face on an ice cream cone. Oh, God. And that's a Pokemon. I mean, they'll make a Pokemon out of anything, right? Like, there's probably a Pokemon that's like Mojito Mine. It's like, I mean, Grimer and Muck are literally piles like of sludge. A Digimon, first and foremost, is what that's about. But no, you're right, exactly. <laughs> there are Pokemon that are literally just piles of stuff. Digimon trying to be woke. Angel Woman! Mm. Well, sir. Uh, the other games that were not Nintendo titles were Far Cry 6. Okay. Which comes out October 7th. I did are not realize there were that many freaking Far Cries. Right, are you? So, um, my next question was gonna be, are you a Far Cry fan? But... No. <laughs> and the next games we have D&D Dark Alliance which is actually now out okay and um have we seen trailers for that yet no but it's D&D so I expect some swords and bow and arrows Dude, and is it's it probably like, I'm guessing it's probably gonna be like a gauntlet Diablo right like dungeon crawl type of thing. Of thing I can't yeah. imagine anything Diablo like not Diablo I can't imagine anything D&D not being that I mean, hell, they are even doing a D&D magic set. What about, like, Which Fable? has, like, venturing through a dungeon. Right. But I'm thinking, like, you know, maybe, like, a Fable kind of, like, 
RPG I, situation. Yeah, but I or still like, see it as a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Definitely. It could be a top-down dungeon crawler as like a co-op, or it could right. be like a fable third person. Yeah. Or if you want to just like zoom in and just play a bad version of Skyrim, go for it. And so that was Far Cry. And uh, the last ones are Guardians of the Galaxy. The Marvel Guardians. Square Enix yeah. game. Which they showed like 30 minutes of gameplay for. I think everybody just was like pre ordering it to get them to fucking change it. They're like, give us the Final Fantasy VII remake shit! So, Drop anything! Square did, Enix, you did nothing of value. How did it look? How did it look though? I mean, you watched it. It looked beautiful. Did it? The visually. Game, the gameplay footage or like the cutscenes? I mean, like the graphics were great. Okay. But, you know, like, I hope you didn't want to play as all the Guardians. So, who do you get to play as? Star-Lord. Just star -Lord. Just Star-Lord. Wow. <laughs> what a cop-out. Right? <laughs> so, Just Star-Lord. Out of this list of ten games here, do you think that you'll be pre-ordering anything? or? I won't be pre-ordering any of them, but right. I... I'll probably buy the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword remastered okay. because I haven't. I've only played that one once, right. and like the game's just really fun. Like I mean, like you just get to fly on a bird and then jump off the bird and go skydiving for a bit if you're you want. It's the simple things. Right? Yeah, it's, it's got like really. So Skyward Sword was the first one that like did like really wild boss fights. Like, you're on this yeah. bird and you're fighting this giant flying whale through the sky and you're, like, shooting parts of it to get it to weak and then yeah. you jump off your bird and you skydive onto the back of this flying whale. Well, damn. Well, like, damn. And there was another, like, mini boss fight where you're, like, locked in so you can only go straight. And like I said, this is wave motion control, so like, if yeah. you swing your sword to the left, Link swings to the left. Yeah. To the right, to the right. Up, down, yeah. Okay, I feel like I kind of remember this game, because it was, yeah, kind of one of like those gimmicky, like, look at these motion controls. Like, yeah, and it was, it, was this, it was the Wii trying to take advantage of it. Yeah. I guarantee you, it's yeah. way more fun to play now with the upgraded motion controls. Right, okay. But, there was this, part in the game where like you can't go left or right and you're dueling against like this robot pirate captain yeah parry move but yeah Dodge. the the gate behind you constantly moves up so you can't just like back away from him right. you actually have to like unguard <laughs> you actually have to get in there and use your fence and if you're yeah. intelligent okay you do it like okay. Raphael from soul caliber <laughs> wow wow people hated me so much because I played Raphael, but you know what? I'll play you in Soul Calibur 3 and 4 and 5 with Raphael. Come at me. Sir. Just because he was broken in 2 doesn't mean I can't beat you in 3, 4, and 5. So following our top 10 most pre-ordered games list, Vanity Fair also put a top, what, 15 summer movies worth returning to theaters and getting coronavirus for we're vaccinated though so if you're vaccinated these videos might be worth putting your inoculation to the test first they have a quiet place part two i will absolutely i saw the first one in theaters i'm not a big horror movie person but i was told 
that's a movie I need to see in theaters. It's... I went into a packed theater watching that, and you could hear a pin drop. So, A Quiet Place Part 2 has done pretty good numbers so far. Um, it was one of those movies that proved, especially on the horror movie spectrum, right? Like, theaters were going to do well after the pandemic. It also proved that you can actually have a dead silent theater at Arundel Mills. It is possible. Second, they had The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Which, the Conjuring, we talked about that. The right. Conjuring movies are good. Yeah. Um, like, they're legitimately good horror movies. I still haven't finished it yet, but it was good. When the first half of it, I've literally watched one half of that movie that, so that, far. The and actor, I always, so we always forget his name, but he's a great character actor. Uh, the dude who plays Ed uh, Warren. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I forget what his name is, too. James Wan directs really good horror movies. Yeah. As far as I'm so, I'm here for it. Um, in the Heights, I, I musicals are one of those things like I gotta really be in the mood for. And Lin Mel, Lin Manuel. What about Miranda. when you're driving muscle cars? I'm only loving you. I'm not talking you. Uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, okay. Alright, this like, one confused me when I saw that. I was like, is this like a weird sequel to that movie with Gerard Butler and Jennifer Aniston? No, no. Although, I could see how you would think that, right? Like these damn flies, right? Like, goddamn. I got the one. Anyway, uh. I know something. It's got Selma Hayek in it. And of course, you know, it's fucking Samuel Jackson, Ryan Reynolds, and Selma Hayek. So. It's, Who's in her 50s and still looks amazing. It's action-packed. Why would you not want to go see that? So, yeah, that's probably the first Desperado one. Desperado is such a good that's movie. That's probably the first movie on this list that I would actually risk putting my fucking vaccine to the test. To be Quiet honest. place I'd go for. Yeah, I... For me, that's like I, everybody, the hype, right? Like, I, that's one of those movies and then I we haven't have watched it. Fast and the Furious Nine! And then we have Fast Nine, right? Like, and I'm sure there's gonna be a ton of people who are willing to, like, who have been waiting to get back to the theater. Oh, we drive our cars real fast! Oh, don't forget the past! Han is dead, Tokyo Drift. Oh no, no, no! So after Fast 9, they have the Zola movie. And I don't know if you guys remember, but it was, oh God, what? Jesus Christ, that was like, what, 2017? When the Zola story took hold of the internet? Oh man. That Twitter thread about the chick who went down to Florida and spent that wild weekend with that stripper and her mm -hmm. pimp boyfriend. Zach, cool Zach and I know, nothing good happens when you go to Florida. So, I don't know, it's been a while, like I said, since the Twitter thread happened. It was like 2018, 2017. It feels like a fucking decade ago at this point. I think I got that one too. So we're gonna live react to the trailer. Um, First thing we see is a stripper pole. Well, I mean, it's a movie about a stripper weekend, right? Oh. Well, I mean, I'm in the middle of writing a short story where the main character is more probably a prostitute, so I get it. Well, um, I don't know how to react to that, but... I'll let you read it. It's actually, believe it or not, I think it's one of my best pieces of writing. Already, this gives me, like, Spring Breakers kind of vibes. 
What year is this supposed to take place? 2015 is when the Twitter thread Okay. So, why does all of their, like, outfit look older than... Are we really that obsessed with retro and vintage? Of course, that's what it is. So, the director is Janiza Bravo. Janiza? 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 Is that how you're pronouncing it? So, so far, look, I'm seeing strippers. You know, it looks like it's following the theme of the thread, of course, because what else would it do? A visionary story of the digital age. Lots of dope scene pieces. I'm seeing lots of good shots. I mean, the director looks like... Very intense. Yeah. It does give me a little bit of, like, Canadian drama TV, though. That's how. You, that's the kind of vibe you're getting from A little bit. Alright, it's like VH... It, it's like the Canadian VH1 vibe. It's, it's like your dream weekend gone like wrong you know what i mean it reminds me of like those early 2000s uh teen sex comedies but and the weirdest thing is this happened in 2015 (laughs) it seems so over dramatized though i mean it feels like i'm watching like an e network show it does look like it could be a lifetime made for tv movie like it gave me those kind of vibes when the twitter first happened but it looks okay so it looks good it looks like it's shot well um i don't know if it's worth risking coronavirus for though so as so we far move the on, only one i'm on quiet place too and only one i'm here for is the hitman's wife's bodyguard so however i usually pretty religiously go to these types of next movies where we got black widow right so next in the lineup on friday J- july 9th is black widow Black Widow is a prequel movie. Right. To the it's the origin story, right, of Black Widow and how she became like Russia's greatest top secret assassin. Yeah. Right. And um, probably gives us why she defected. After that, we have on Friday, July 16th. Come on and slip! And welcome to the gym! Everybody get up, it's time to slam I got a real jam going down. for your disappointment. <laughs> About as disappointing as like every time I watch the original one and I hear I Believe I Can Fly. I feel like this movie, visually, right, will be like an epic masterpiece. Like Maybe I, I'll just watch it on mute. I feel like that's what this, like they did with Wreck-It Ralph and all that, right? It's like, hey, look at what we can do cinematically with all of this Pixar animation now. And I feel like that is exactly what Space Jam is going to be, so get ready for the longest ad you have paid $13 to watch. Um, Other than that, after that, we have... I have spent $13 on a lot stupider things. The latest in... Have you ever went into, like, KB Toys and bought one of those, like, bow and arrow thingies? No. Yeah, I bought two. So we have the latest movie in the director M. Night Shyamalan's lineup, Old, which I have not seen. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong? We will react to this trailer. It's a new twisty horror flick. Of course it has a twist. It's M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Of course. Of course. So, what, we got a family on a beach. Family on a beach. They emphasize that it's M. Night Shyamalan. Crows. Camera cuts. 
Robert Downey Jr. Is there Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, is there? There's a like a pregnant woman. Oh, okay. There's a black couple and the ladies having. A People are jumping off of cliffs. Okay. Oh, this looks intense. Of course, it's M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. It might not be good, but it'll be intense. Here's how bad M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's track record is. What is the first thing they said? From the writer and director of The Sixth Sense. I feel like. When did that movie come out? That's not fair to him, though, because he's definitely directed things. The Last Airbender? Glass. Split. The. Last. Airbender. Uh, so, Old follows a family whose tranquil vacation is disrupted by forces that lead members to age decades in seconds, reducing their lifespans in one day. That sounds very crazy and unique, but don't worry, there's a twist. Well, I mean, the twist is like them aging, right? Like, and then. Of no, course... no, 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 no. That's the twist that we've been told about. Right, right. Yeah. But wait, there's another twist. So, I don't know, it looks visually interesting, the story sounds original and unique, and you know me, I'm always, like, support original and unique ideas, unless It just you sounds like Fast homicidal the... Benjamin Button. Unless you want Fast and the Furious 15, though, it might be worth... The musical! ...actually going to look at some original movies. Um, next we have... I drive my car real fast and long. Dev Patel in a period drama called The Green Knight. A period drama based in uh, the medieval era stars as Sir Gwyn, King Arthur's strong-willed nephew. Okay, so this is an Arthurian lore-based movie about one of the Knights of the Round Table. I'm a sucker for anything Arthurian lore. I like old fanciful dramas and stuff like that too. And but... we talked about it. You remember how you were like the Dark Ages? Yeah. And I was like, eh, the Arthurian lore came from there. And since there is so little recorded history, it lets Arthurian lore live in the realm of legend. Okay, so already I'm seeing pretty, you know, intense monster design and costume design here. It actually, ooh, that scene right there just gave me a visual of the Stanley Kubrick movie. Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, okay. That, like this this whole scene oh, okay. gives me Eyes the, Wide Shut vibes. The candles in the shadowy, like, And most and notably, the emphasis on the blue light that shines in. Um, I mean, but did you see the little monster holding it? Look, how long are we going to? Right there. Oh, okay. The colors. Yeah. But we are bringing our pop perspective to this shit, saying that that's like Stanley Kubrick in inspired. We're doing our job. That guy did look like Hans Gruber from Die Hard, though. Which you said I could grow a beard like. Oh, he is a pet fox? That's awesome. Where's that fox talking? Directed by David Lowry. The cinematography is actually kind of reminding me of Game of Thrones. I am getting heavy like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings vibes, up giants. Okay, I mean this lo looks like it might be an interesting. For fans of Game of Thrones, I think you might you might be interested in seeing this it. This looks like an interesting like yeah fantasy epic 
I can't tell if this is supposed to be like family friendly. Or yeah, I mean, given I'm going to guess no. <laughs> Ooh, and then the Suicide, suicide squad. squad. I've heard that this so, trailer looks incredible. We've seen this trailer already. We literally reacted to this trailer like once before. No, We're we getting... reacted to like the... Uh, no, we did react to this trailer. Now we're getting a bit more of the storyline here, but this is okay. Are those snorks? It did look like snorks. So we're getting a bit more of the storyline, but this is definitely the second movie on this list, though, that I would be willing to risk putting. Margot Robbie is the only carryover from the previous one. Oh, never mind. Except for um, uh, Amanda Waller is the same. Viola uh, Davis. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't blame them for that though. Let's completely Viola forget. Davis is perfect for the role. Let's forget that the first movie ever had. Yeah, is that right. Pete Davidson? Yes, Pete Davidson is in this. So we'll react to this again for because Zig does not remember us reacting to this shit I swear we watched something different about this. No. But they really have John Cena, Pete Davidson, Margot Robbie, and Idris Elba and in here. Idris wow, Elba. this is star studded. Sylvester Stallone is in this as King Shark. And it's directed by James Gunn, and James Gunn is most notably recently directed the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, of the Galaxy movies. right? And now they've allowed him to take the helm. He managed to make us all care about a super team a lot. I was a comic book person, and I never heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, Marvel did that with the whole like Marvel Cinematic Universe, as far as I'm concerned. But the Suicide Squad movie looks much better than the first one. Absolutely. Right? And it looks like a fun ride. So I'm totally willing to risk my corona. It <laughs> looks like Mexico. a fun ride that you would tell your friends about. Like, you're like, oh my god, first time I went on Superman, ride of steel? And next we have Jennifer Hudson in the Aretha Franklin story Respect. Coming I out Friday, August 13th. Yeah. So, you know, it's another one of those biopic movies. Um, I'm... No disrespect. <laughs> but I might wait to watch this one. I don't think I'm gonna go to... The, I, yeah, I biopics are always a little... Yeah. They're, uh, I'm not gonna say hit or miss, but I'm just not gonna go sit in theaters for... Like, you wanna... I, I, I wanna see if it's like... Sorry. I want the first wave of people to tell me what they think. So next we have... The Night House. Not to be confused with The Lighthouse. (laughs) Director David Bruckner um, of Rituals fame. Already we got voodoo dolls with nails being driven in it. Oh, okay. I'm seeing some pretty creepy, interesting visuals here. Up. Isolated cabin in the woods, clearly in somewhere like Alaska, on a lake. Yep, this never ends well. Searchlight picture production. Getting Strangers strangers vibes already. That's a good fucking horror movie. Strangers? Strangers, oh yeah. yeah. The Great Value, Sandra Bullock. Rebecca Hall. Don't do that. (laughs) That poor woman. Great Value, Sandra Bullock is still great. It's a great value for sure. It's a haunted house flick. Uh, it follows Beth and her late husband's shared house. She'll be, you know, putting pieces together, trying to discover her husband's secrets. Bloody footsteps. As she follows and tries to unravel the mystery of the ghostly experiences she's having. This one looks good. I don't know. I'm. 
I wouldn't would. risk. I wouldn't risk testing the vaccine for it. Oh, and finally, not finally, but next on the list, we have finally the Candyman trailer. He is proof that no matter how fast you run, how far you run, the motherfucker is gonna walk at a leisurely <laughs> pace and still catch you. Next in the Jordan Peele production. Here we have... Talk about a celebrity transformation. Finally awaited, long-anticipated revival of the Candyman series. I mean, the trailer for this looks really good. The hype for this has been built up for quite a while. I don't know if I will be going to theaters to see this, though, but I'm a horror movie guy, so it. a lot of these horror movies I would probably risk coronavirus for. I'm not gonna front. So Jordan Peele being the producer and also him doing Get Out has given him an entirely new image, right? Like, we now know he can do comedy and he's doing this horror thing. Bo Burnham did, like, the like comedy, comedy and then he goes into Inside where it turns into really dark introspective macro comedy. Well, I feel like, okay... So basically, like these, these types of comedians are basically reinventing Donald Glover too. To put your, I guess your opinion here into the perspective that I look at it is, I've, one thing I always said about Key and Peel that when the discussion about like the difference between Key and Peel in the Chappelle Show, right? I always said the difference between those two shows to me was the effort put into the cinematography and the directing of the Key and Peele sketches, right? Like, the it was clear that most of, like, the effort was put into the actual comedy as far as, like, the Dave Chappelle, like, sketches were concerned. But, like, the thing that made Key and Peele stand out was, like, the cinematic nature of their sketches. So much so that they were able to translate it into that, what was that fucking movie they did where they were like trying to rescue that cat or whatever. Like, and now we can see that part of that was Jordan Peele's mindset, right? So when you say that he's had this transformation, it's not a transformation. This was always in him. His public perception transformation. Right, right. But I feel like if you paid attention to these guys and where they came from, then you would see that uh, Keegan-Michael Key, his bit was these sketch comedy shows, right? Mm -hmm. And Jordan Peele was the directive, like, mind behind a lot of these sketches. The same thing with Donald Glover and his writing for, like, you know, when Donald first came on, he was a writer for, like, 30 Rock and SNL and stuff. I think SNL and stuff like that. So seeing him put that to the foreground and not being overtaken by the immediate perception of him as like you know childish Gambino or whatever it is or his character from Community you know what I mean like not allowing what happened to Alfonso Ribeiro so to finish the list up real quick We've got uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which looks... Another Marvel movie. Another Marvel epic. And it's 
culturally, and that was that was the last movie on the list. So, and I mean, you know, another cultural epic, another cultural cornerstone, advancing the roles of representation in fantasy media. I'm I'm here for it. So, out of these lists, I would say there's probably at least a good four or five out of the 15. Space Jam, Quiet Place, and the two Marvel movies for me. A, a decent amount of the horror movies, and, you know, maybe Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Suicide, oh, like Suicide Squad. And the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah, I, I, I would say it looks like a good summer for blockbuster movies and for return. Realistically, any movies would be a good blockbuster at this point. At this point. Right. But I mean, I think it looks like that's a good slate of movies for a return to yeah. normal. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. So rolling into these title shifts. What? What the fuck? Yeah. Alright, so this one you already said. So take Donald Glover's character in Community and Atlanta and flip them. So, how long until Troy gets his ass kicked? By Paperboy or just by anybody? Anybody, but Paperboy would be a good one. Not long, first episode. <laughs> probably, probably first episode. He has a much better relationship with his parents, I bet. What's your next one? Well, no, 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 no. What's Earn like in Community? I mean, like, Troy, except for, like, more sad, right? Cause I feel like he just skips out a lot. Exactly. Like, Ern is like, fuck this, I'm gonna go find some, like, weed to smoke. He's like, fuck this, I'm gonna go sign and do Atlanta. Uh, next one. Alright. Dave Chappelle as the Fresh Prince. Dave Chappelle at that age as the Fresh Prince. So, then do we take Will Smith and make it the Will Smith show? No. Why not? You can put Will Smith in Men in Tights, though. Or, and or Half-Baked. Will Smith in Half-Baked. That would be, it would, that would be funny for the same reasons that watching Yu-Gi-Oh! dubbed now is funny. So, I like the Will Smith show, though, because I feel like Will Smith takes the Dave Chappelle show and then turns it into, like, an all-that-style variety show. And I feel like it still works. Alright, so imagine Dave Chappelle walking in with DJ Jazzy Jeff. I also feel like... Imagine Uncle Phil being the guardian of Dave Chappelle. I feel like that is just Dave getting in trouble for smoking weed. Okay, maybe. Damn it, Dave. We didn't bring you over here from Philadelphia. Jeffrey kicks his ass. Kicks Dave's ass? Yeah. Ooh, so... Oh, you think... mm, Think Dave gets his... Yeah. Jeffrey definitely kicks Dave's ass. And gets thrown... And so instead of Jazz getting thrown out the house all the time... It would be Dave. It would be Dave getting thrown out the house by Jeffrey (laughs) all the fucking time. Alright, I got one more. And this is, I definitely want it to go both ways. This is my favorite of the three. Okay. Harry Potter and 21 Jump Street. 
So, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill in Hogwarts trying to hunt down Voldemort. So, Jonah versus Hill... Harry Potter in high school trying to bust a drug ring. So, Jonah Hill is definitely Ron Weasley, right? Or is Jonah Hill Harry Potter? <laughs> no, 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 no. You still... Uh, imagine Harry Potter, but now there is Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Replacing who? Harry Potter. Right, that's my point. So, which one would be Harry Potter? Be collectively Harry Potter. Just literally... What the fuck do you mean they would collectively be Harry Potter? I'm saying take the two from 21 Jump Street, put them into Hogwarts, and take Harry Potter and put him into 21 Jump Street. Right, so Daniel Radcliffe is Jonah Hill. No, no, Daniel Radcliffe is Shannon Tatum in 21 Jump Street. No, 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 hold on. I'm so, saying, take the two guys from 21 Jump Street. Alright, fine. We'll take the two guys from 21 Jump Street and swap them with Ron and Harry. So, my... Uh, Channing Tatum definitely bangs Hermione. So... Is Tell me I'm wrong. So, are we making Channing Tatum Harry Potter? Evens, yes. Odds, uh, no. no. God, that's gonna be terrible on my... Odds, no. He's Channing Tatum is Ron Weasley. Ah, that's even better. Okay, now I'm all for this, right? Because Channing Tatum as Ron Weasley would be fucking great. And Jonah Tried Hill to hunt down Voldemort? As, and Jonah Hill as Harry Potter? What? I'm all for this movie. Fuck the other movie. <laughs> Just imagine it. All like the, the Weasleys. Weird looking ginger. Weird looking ginger. Weird looking ginger. Channing Tatum. <laughs> Now Harry Potter tried to bust a drug ring right. in high school. Yes, and now we have Daniel Radcliffe and Jesus Christ, the actor who plays Ron Weasley. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't forget about them as actors. It is Harry Potter and Ron Weasley. So this movie still works though because they legitimately played like high schoolers, like well into their fucking like late twenties. Shh, but they're undercover this time. <laughs> What's the I name, like what's the name of the dude that was a Daily jump? Show correspondent on, uh, he's like... the gym teacher, Ron Riggle. Ron Riggle. What about Ron Riggle? Instead of, you know, Gandalf going, you're a wizard, Harry, it would be Ron Riggle being like, hey, hey, you know you're a wizard. I'm so done. I'm so done. <laughs> All right. So was that it as far as title shifts go? That is it. That is it as far as title shifts go. Well, you know Aren't what? you glad that I didn't just leave you with a bunch of what the fuck ones? Well, you know what happens when the tide hits the shores. It breaks! You follow drugs, you get drug addicts and drug dealers. But you start to follow money, and you don't know where the fuck it's going to take you. So, today was the five-year anniversary of the Game of Thrones Season 6 finale. Damn. Which, so, which episode was that? Now, I know you aren't a Game of Thrones person, but for all of the people who have watched Game of Thrones, here's a list of of all the shit that happened this episode. Right. 
Cersei blows up the set. Elena tells Jamie she poisoned Joffrey. John identity revealed. John named King of the North. Danny sails to Westeros. Tommen commits suicide. Arya kills Walter Frey, and Cersei takes the throne. Damn, all that happened in one episode. Yes, and it's considered one of the greatest episodes in TV history. Unfortunately, anytime Game of Thrones is trending for any reason, you always see the quote-unquote, but the ending. But the ending. What was the ending of that episode? Uh, the ending of the series oh, was, the ending of the was series. awful. Right, yeah. It's so, And that's terrible, right? That the ending of the series is so fucking bad. I had no problem with the plot points. They just needed to expand. They needed more time. That's my it opinion. It shouldn't have it. been one episode. It should have been like a three episode arc, right? Like, I feel like a three episode arc would have been. Well, no, I'm not even talking about this episode. This episode no, is incredible. That's not what I'm the last about. episode, the last season, way too rushed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, it should have been, it was what, 12 episodes, and it should have been 15 to 18 episodes, is what I feel like, based off of what I've seen from the storyline, what I've read, because I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, based the, off of what I've read, though, it should have been like, a yeah, at least three to five episodes longer than what it was. So, I remember this episode very clearly when I first watched it. Okay. And, like, I, it really did just keep going. Boom, 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 with like, stuff going on. And it got me thinking. I was like, right. what are some of the most entertaining episodes, single episodes of a TV show or a scene that's just, like, burned in your mind? So, what's the first one that comes to mind? One scene that like really sticks out in my head, it's from King of the Hill. Hank is doing something at the uh, the school with propane and there's a malfunction and the school blows up and Bobby knows he's there and Bobby's on the jungle gym with that ginger kid who always wears the green jacket. And Bobby watches Deep Cut. Bobby watches the school explode and then the dude with the red hair goes, Dude, your dad just got blown up. See, I remember my episode that I remember from that show is when Peggy falls out of the plane skydiving, right? And her parachute <laughs> doesn't open because I was like, oh shit, they just killed Peggy off, son. I thought that was it, right? Like, I thought that was, like, they were about to like, yo, do you know how badly that would have fucked up the entire dynamic of that show? Ooh, here's one. Have you watched Dexter? Like the suit, the, the, the serial, serial, serial killer. killer show? Yeah, um, some of it, yeah. So my one of my favorite episodes is the last episode of the Trinity Killer arc. Okay. Where um, explain? Cause... So the Trinity Killer he kills people in sets of three, right? And he has like some kind of theme to it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it in years, so I can't remember. Right. Dexter eventually does kill the Trinity Killer. Right. But he was a couple hours late because when he comes back, his wife has been murdered as in the tub. Dexter's wife has been Dexter's wife has been murdered. Oh, so yeah. the Trinity Killer got right. to Rita yeah. before Dexter got to the Trinity Killer. Uh, yeah, no, that would make for some great TV. Yeah, no, that one, um, of course, uh, there's the Will Smith the Will Smith scene. Why don't he want me, man? Yeah. You know, yep. It's just crazy the impact that some of these shows do have and Well, let's not even think of single episodes. Let's just think of Moments because the sept blowing up in that episode of Game of Thrones, right? I'll never forget that. And yeah. Cersei grabbing the wine, looking out the window, 
and giving the faintest smile. You know, like, and then the side view, she had, you could tell she was smiling, but it didn't look like a smile. Yeah, it looked like some demented shit. It, so the scene that keeps- It was fine. great acting, and that's, that's what makes it so right. iconic. And it's gonna make what I have to say even worse, because the scene that keeps popping up in my head is the Californication fucking and punching scene. Yo! <laughs> I, you're right. The first episode, the pilot? Yeah. Yeah, the pilot episode for that show where he gets like, she's just He like, just gets socked right in the face. <laughs> and it just, it keeps popping up in my head because I've always asked myself like, what would you do in a situation Honestly, like I, that? Honestly, <laughs> I've not, like I watched that episode and then I thought to myself, I'm like, I want to write like Hank Moody writes. I think everybody who was into the show wanted to write how it, it gave that kind of like sophisticated Chuck Palahniuk vibe. <laughs> Which is why I need to have you read the thing that I've been writing about this woman. It's okay. fucking okay. amazing. Like I'm reading it and I'm like, these lines are beautiful. Game of Thrones, fifth anniversary for one of the greatest episodes of TV history. Of and it's all downhill from there. Do we have anything else to go into this week? Uh, the Celtics hired a new a new coach. They hired Ime Udoka from Greg Popovich's Spurs staff, and he was a coach for an assistant coach for the Nets this year. Uh, most importantly, he's married to Nia Long. Ooh. Ooh. So we about to have Nia Long up in TD Garden. On courtside, that'll be high. Seeing celebrities at Boston games, that's just a reminder. That Steve. Doc's not done. I was gonna say, uh, we had that Steven Spielberg news. You know, Steven Spielberg signed that deal with Netflix. His production company will be... That's weird, because Animaniacs is exclusively on Hulu. <laughs> right. I guess that's more Warner Brothers, which is also exclusively on HBO Max. So, that's just to prove that none of this is, is normal. normal. You guys be safe. Have fun with that con that fucking con Have fun with that contractual nightmare. Deuces! Look, it's a flood! It's a flood! It's flooding! Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground! Open the floodgates! It is time to talk about it.